in this episode. I think we'll do another ASK. <laughs> oh, ooh, that's a gay good. ASMR good intro. episode. Dan, you want to do some ASMR? I'm... Oh, this coffee's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. I'm waiting for the action action, so. He said it. Oh, you did? Yeah, he <laughs> said it. I did. I'm not even fucking is... listening today. Would you like it, another one? No, that's fine. Just, thank started. you. I, I think this is all good to put in the, the actual episode. This is good shit right here. Thank you for uh, stating that fact, Tyler. All right, you welcome back yours. to another beautiful episode of Bro Duder. Tyler, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Got a good solid five hours of sleep last night. I'm feeling fucking fantastic. That's for everyone. That's him complaining that he got five hours. No, five Dave hours Asprey sleep. says that you need to get at <laughs> least eight and a half hours of sleep every night if you want to live till you're 85. But do you really get his weeks to- out of here? <laughs> but do you? But you <laughs> shut the fuck up with that sound clip. <laughs> but do you really want to live to 85? I want to live longer than that. Shit, man. You want to live longer than that? What if you're like 100 years old? And I need you, to live you have a Klosky bag, whatever the hell <laughs> the fuck you say it, and you're not your children because you're not gonna have any children. Uh, your <laughs> fucking cousin or something has to take care of your wipe your ass and everything. You I still want to be living? I want to be living until we prove that the Earth is flat, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> you know, there's a there, want to look it up, please. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's this guy I was reading yesterday. I'm I'm serious. It's Stephen will probably be super interested interested in this. There's this guy. He's 60 years old, and two years ago he was diagnosed with some muscle disease where he gave him two years to live. Yeah, and he was already a robotics engineer or whatever, and so he decided to do it there. You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna go full cyborg, and he <laughs> and he's undergone a bunch of procedures since then to to kind of become part cyborg, part rob- robotic, and. Uh, recently he's gonna go he's gonna he's been doing all this shit he's gonna take out he's gonna uh, install a coloscopy bag inside he's gonna do all this shit to 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 uh automize all or how do you say it automate everything automate there you go automate uh all of his bodily functions so he's basically gonna be like a cyborg a machine (laughs) or a a robot look at steven's doubt on his face (laughs) no but really and he's gonna he's gonna go under this under this procedure, and he said, "Yeah, once I do this procedure, it's gonna possibly add decades onto my life." What the fuck? Yeah, but how rich is this guy? Like a billionaire or some shit, or like a millionaire? He's a, he's a robotic. Look it up, Stephen. God damn it! I got a computer in front of me. I wasn't listening. What? You know what? Fuck this shit. Today <laughs> we have the wonderful. SJW Dan <laughs> Schwartz. How you doing, Dan? I'm all right, but I wouldn't really call myself an SJW. <laughs> oh, really? What would you call yourself? Progressive. Oh, progressive. Okay, okay, all right. Um, we today we're going to be talking a little about uh, progressive issues, and I know, I know, I made a pledge on what episode one, season two, that we would stay apolitical, but we just can't. This episode, at least, this episode, we have a lot to talk about, uh, especially since Mr. Dan is the one that criticized our episode on 
being fiscally conservative with your money and saving it and building up a nice foundation for the rest of your life. <laughs> that is not what I said when I called, talked about those. No, I just said you criticized. Oh, oh, okay, okay. All right, so I'm going to let you address that right now. Hold on. What we what what I said was you you said we we sound like we're coming from a place of privilege, right? So nonchalantly we said, Ugh, save money. It wasn't that the topic <laughs> was the the problem. It was the attitude that you're coming across from where that anybody could just mm, I'm gonna start saving. I'm just gonna throw in the stock market. I'm just gonna do all these things <clears throat> when there are plenty of people who just don't have that kind of uh, financial stability. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're, they're, what are the reasons that they don't have financial stability? All kinds of different reasons. The, you don't know everybody's circumstances in life. There's Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are like different levels of financial stability. You have your lower class, middle class, super rich, whatever. That's... See, I word this thing properly. Uh, okay, so I know what you're saying, though. So you're probably mostly referring to, like, the that person that's living paycheck to paycheck, which most people do live paycheck to paycheck. But why are they living paycheck to paycheck? Now, I, I will, I, I am uh, empathetic when it comes to that person, that single mom who really is stretching out every single goddamn dollar. Yes, there there are those cases. Uh, I, I won't say it's an anomaly. I mean, it, it isn't everyone, though. I think what we were addressing was your typical person that lives paycheck to paycheck. Uh, maybe people don't even who don't live paycheck to paycheck and don't save. That typical person who could save, they just don't. They just spend their money. They don't realize they could have the mindset of I just can't save because I don't have enough money to save. I don't have much, enough money left over. But really, if they just look at their their budget and cut out little things here and there, skip out on that McDonald's trip, they do have money to save. It's that's kind of close to what I was talking about. Like you're saying average Joe, average whatever. And that idea that just everybody is like this is the place that everybody's just this good. Everybody's just got this much amount that they can play around with mm -hmm. when there are tons and tons of people who are on financial aids and, and medical and all these other things that they're barely making enough and, <clears throat> If they make more than that amount, they get cut off and they can't get a lot of their benefits. So the amount of money they're using to pay for their utilities and food and whatnot is severely limited. And sometimes they're not paying their water so that they can have electricity. Okay, so the people on government assistance, maybe we're not referring to them. The average Joe is in like the person who gets a paycheck, works full time, has the ability to save. They just don't save. If you're if you're uh, go to I mean, here's another argument. Uh refer to the people that are on government assistance is it that uh, they just can't get ahead or maybe they're not uh, looking into ways to get ahead i won't i won't use that as a blanket statement for everyone but no. there are people that okay i got my welfare i'm good i'm just gonna chill for a little bit and then of course <laughs> well i can't save how do you expect me to save i didn't Okay, well, you're not doing anything to actively try to get ahead and improve your situation. I'm sure there's a non-zero amount of people who are just comfortable making that for free or less work or whatnot. But the idea wasn't so much that 
the the saving or the not saving part because saving is a great idea it's it's something everybody should look to doing is just the idea that anybody can just drop the hat and do it that mindset comes from such a place of privilege <laughs> what privilege would that be i'm not white mr dan <laughs> you're male you have a good job oh male here we go <laughs> what if i were female and i was saying the same thing probably the same thing but you just, uh... <laughs> what if i was a black trans male <laughs> and i said the same goddamn thing i don't think that's relevant to the topic so much i wouldn't have privilege though would i so what would it be I don't think you would have the same mindset at this point. You'd be from a. I wouldn't want to save money if I were a black trans male. No, I just think you probably would have worded it differently. <laughs> You're not. Your history would have been differently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think you would have worded it differently, or you would have come at it from a different because that completely changes your point of view. The the way mm. you grew up that way, you mm. wouldn't grew up the same way you did here, or how similarly you grew up to everybody here. Yeah. I see what you mean. Like different life circumstances basically will shape the way you think. It's from such a fundamental yeah. level. Right. But then, I mean, this is anecdotal, but you can, you can argue that person that grew up with parents on welfare and, and the parents had that mindset of, well, we just can't save. They, that, that child somehow found out, oh, this is how you manage money. This is how you can get ahead and do this and do that. And they break out of that norm. Mm -hmm. I mean, they still came up with that same perspective, that same lived experience i really doubt but, they would word it the same way how how do you think they would word it no idea because okay. i came up like you did okay so so you're so, so the argument is basically the way we said it the yeah. way you said it okay I mean, the, the subject matter was really good advice actually for anybody who can do it it was more of an example of trying to explain a version of the word privilege because to people who have a right lean, privilege is a dirty word. Right. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I know what he's saying. He's saying it's basically like we're so in our bubble that we're not even, we didn't even think about the people that can't save but, money. But, so but, it's like, oh, yeah. just save some money. It's we so weren't applying easy. it to those people. Why don't you just become a billionaire? It's so easy. You know, they're like that kind of nonchalantly saying it. I know. I, I'm just saying, I get what he's saying. That it sounded like. Right, but we weren't applying it to those. Of course, there's, there's going to be the outliers. Yeah. Mm. But again, it's for the average Joe that, like, for me in, uh, uh, in this case. So you think only oh, average Joe's going to listen to this podcast? <laughs> that seems to be narrowing well, your I mean, market. I don't think Ben Shapiro's going to be listening to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah, this is very great, insightful <laughs> advice. Thank you, bro. Sounds like a bunch of beta males <laughs> on their the podcast. Um. Me, me, for instance, when I was living with uh, my wife's parents, uh, I was still, uh, you know, are making the same amount of money I am now. I didn't have rent to make, and I wasn't saving any money. I mean, granted, I was I was in the middle of paying off debt, but I still should have saved some money. And I I didn't. That and I started saving money when I learned. I took the time to learn about saving money and figure out. Okay, how do you? Okay, so I had the mindset of there's no way I can save money. I can't. I got I got this, 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 this. And by the end of my paycheck, it's all gone. I used to think that way too. And then I started just looking at YouTube videos, reading books on finances. Got things you, some education. Th exactly. Things you don't learn in high school, which you should Absolutely. learn personal yeah. finance. Absolutely. And, yeah. I, and then I practiced those steps and I, and I really looked. I'm like, wow, 
there is enough money to, to save. I am spending frivolously and, and things I don't need. So I think I, I, and what a lot of our, our arguments boil down to uh, most of the time is education. Yeah. A lot of people just need edu- not formal. And we're not talking about formal education. Just educate yourself. We've talked about this before. Yeah. It's so easy. It, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't have the education or, or the knowledge, the, the knowledge. But it's so easy to attain that knowledge. If you know where to look or to know to look. But, but that's that's the problem, though. There's millions of people on YouTube. Possibly billions. Like you go on YouTube, what do they watch? They watch Shane Dawson's Jeffree Star documentary. <laughs> that's what I'm currently watching right now. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying YouTube shouldn't be used for entertainment. I use it for entertainment all the time. I waste hours on YouTube watching Bro Deuter. <laughs> But I also know that on on YouTube, there's people like Stephen Graham uh, talking about finances, how to budget and, and learn anything. There's This guy probably looks up fucking science videos. The anatomy of a rocket. And that's why he wears his <laughs> Occupy Mars hoodies <laughs> and knows so much about space. There's so much and it's so easy to access. But why get learned when you can get turned? <laughs> <laughs> That's a clip I like that. <laughs> so so I, I think the, the problem here is we people somehow I just don't I, I yeah, people need to figure out that they can get the knowledge very easily at the bare minimum off of YouTube. It's free. But how do people not know that by now? I don't think they do people want to learn this i don't think i don't think they think about it you know Mm -hmm. just like they i don't know like when i was younger i didn't really i cared about the weekend you know i was living for the weekend okay work 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 all right cool the weekend comes along fucking party play video games do whatever (laughs) you know like i didn't think about my future at all life right there shit well I, i didn't think about my future you know and then i got thrown into the real world paying rent paying bills and I was like, I can't fucking go on doing this shit anymore. I gotta start actually. So, what prompted you to things. think that way, though? What happened, or what did you read that's like, no? You know, just being exhausted when I would go into work because I stayed up too late playing video games, or mm, I freaking the life and times of Tyler. Hackett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's. I was just a dumb kid, and I didn't think about things. It just trial and error, you know. Oh, if I go to bed earlier, I won't feel like a piece of shit when I go into work the next day, you know? But you won't get that extra piece of gear in the That game. is true. Mm. Come on. <laughs> we all know what's more important here. It's just learning the hard way, pretty much, you know? You don't always have to learn the hard way, but younger people tend to learn the hard way a lot of the times. Yeah, you had to learn I, the hard I, way no, of going in debt, you know? No, no. and seriously, my parents told me when I, first, I got my first credit card, don't be careful with those, don't get in debt. Oh, no, I won't. I know, yeah, yeah. And they would tell me all the time, you know pay it off do this and i still did it i didn't i mean i'm young dumb full of cum <laughs> i still did it it wasn't until i had to experience the actual going to debt being having to pay it off all this shit uh until i learned my lesson good life's consequences teaching you to dig deeper right exactly mm-hmm. so i think uh, this probably boils down i understand where you're coming from i uh, so nonchalantly Speaking from a place of my brown privilege, it was less a criticism of the podcast and more a teaching moment for for me to share with you. Oh, yeah, thank you, uh, Teacher Schwartz. <laughs> Life's lessons from Dan Schwartz. <laughs> All right, that's it for the podcast. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the played joke of ending a podcast early. 
What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. How many podcasts do you listen to? Too many. I've never heard of that played joke. <laughs> uh, okay, so the next, what do we want to talk about today uh, other than your uh, criticism, Mr. <laughs> Warts? Um, we what, had... what do you want to start with? What do you want to start with? God, that's a good question. What do you want to start with? What Maybe we can start with uh, uh, the magical F word ah, that we once that spoke of. Really want to grab off me? What is that? Yeah. What is that? What is that F word? Uh, <laughs> Go faggot. On. Oh my God! Whoa, Dan, Dan, this Dan, is a family-friendly podcast. Is, Dan, that's why you have a clip of him saying this. <laughs> You're gonna get us demonetized. We, well, yeah, we're demonetized. Wow. Thanks, Dan. You're gonna cost me my paycheck. Come on. That thirty cent paycheck that's not gonna come in. <laughs> Shit. I just had to get out of the way. So, so, so you, can... you made a you made a comment uh, recently about the F word, faggot. You said it, it is it is like what kind of word to gay people? I said linguistically it is equivalent to the N word. Oh, what N word is that? Not when I'm not. Oh, wait, wait. If it's equivalent to the N word, why can't you say that one? But you can say faggot. Um, social consequences? Because you're white. Yeah. But you have white privilege. You have power. But of a different sort. <laughs> no, I probably could easily say it and get away with it and not be a thing. Personally, I don't feel comfortable saying it. Okay, because we got millions of black people. I don't fans. feel comfortable saying the other one either. We got millions of black people listening right now. So they got their eyes <laughs> He probably doesn't feel comfortable sitting across from one either. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? A, a brown person? <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's like the uh the n-word to black or it's like the n-word to gay people i mean the f-word to gay people is like the n-word to black people yes okay that is what i insinuated why why what is what is so magical about the f-word it's the connotations that it holds it's the the fact that it's used as a negative thing we all were terrible kids in high school and we used it every other word it came out of our mouth oh, it was just I was, not i i wasn't terrible it was the crown jewel of my high school right right <laughs> and, and it was, speak for yourself dan it, it was normal for that time and dan, are things... you are you admitting to something right now of course what kind of person were you in high school terrible how dare you <laughs> uh that the the way you used it that you kind of say Something that that's gay or yeah, I know what you mean. The there was that underlying consequence that 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 was bad. But as we've grown as a society in the last few years, a lot of progress has been made. That negative connotation has come under harsher scrutiny, and that it's not really used anymore. So that just the fact that that group is associated with it, and that it was being used as a negative word, even though it's not referencing them in particular it had that negative correlation i know i know what you mean i mean back in like the 60s and 70s even i mean in some movies and stuff you'll still see it today in a lot of tarantino movies and whatnot but uh back then it was just it was commonplace you'd see it you'd hear it a lot more frequently than you hear nowadays i think especially coming from white people or any other race of people than you would hear it nowadays in a more negative fashion you'll hear people say it now in a joking matter, here and there, you know, like guys like Dave Chappelle and whatnot. There's ten years people... ago, it was in a joking matter too. Yeah, I know, but uh, I know what he's saying. It's been phased out more so nowadays than it was ten, 
15, 20 years ago. You know, I, I, that's the way I feel. I don't know if there's any truth to that or not, but wait, how exactly do you feel? I feel like even, uh, like I said, back in the sixties and seventies, you can watch a movie from that time period. Uh, Did they like say Blazing that? Saddles 60s, for, Blazing Saddles, for example, something like that. I think he's talking about the N-word. Yeah, the N-word. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, hold on. <laughs> we're well, talking about the F-word right now. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought we were still going there. <laughs> oh, well, we're talking about both. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Okay, all right. So you're talking about the N-word. Yeah, the right N-word. Right now, the N-word. Okay, go ahead. Now we have context. <laughs> yeah. The I was, elusive so, I was so confused. I'm like, 60s, 70s? No one ever said well, faggot. They're both correlated as a negative right okay word against a group of people Mm -hmm. that they both have extra meanings as well in uh, different contexts but the way that it gets its negative context is by associating itself with that group of people right so i i mean okay i obviously know uh the f word and the n word have their their own history and their own uh negative connotation um, and it's probably naive of me to think this way, but are, aren't, isn't it just people giving words power too much power? Like for, for instance, 10 years ago, like we, we talked about before 10 years ago, everyone was just saying faggot left and right, you know, as a joke as, as just talk, like I can call Stephen a could be in a fag. Right. And <laughs> I'm not saying that like with the intention of like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about the gays right now. Yeah. I hate gays. I'm homophobic. (laughs) The fact that it's used in the context of you're a fag, that makes you, then the joke is, hey, you're dumb. Hey, you're lesser. That connotation comes from the fact that it's associated with gay people. And that gay people were looked as lesser. That's where the context. You mean they're not? But you, (laughs) but you, you, why did you laugh at that? That's not, that's not funny at all. I'll take this very seriously. <laughs> um, but that like again that would that would put meaning behind like if, if i were to call him a fag if i had meaning behind it like yeah uh this means gay then yeah it would make sense this would make, that would make your, your argument would make, make sense because i'm demeaning gay people at the same time but calling him a fag or you said it's it means a dumb maybe it just means dumb to me but the how the word means dumb is from a social context of people looking at gays as lesser. Okay. But that would... The, the entomology of the word. Right, that makes sense. But that would come back to uh, my same point, which, again, could be very naive, but it's just the way I think. Maybe we're just giving words too much goddamn power. I mean, okay, so for instance, if someone were to call me a beaner, it, I would give two shits. Someone call me a spick. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Like I would not be grossly offended. Oh, I would move on with my life. You know why? Because that word has no meaning to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I know the consensus, the public meaning is like, yeah, beaner means a Mexican, dirty Mexican, whatever. Well, it seems it, a lot of racial slurs have I don't know, different sorts of cultural weight behind them. They're all not like you don't use them regularly unless you're unless you're us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're typically only used in certain contexts uh, derogatory ways that's what slurs are mm-hmm. but some of them seem to have gained more social attention 
the n-word being probably one of the most severe it has and well the most known. weight yeah yeah i would yeah definitely the, the most outcry so see the n-word to me it's like okay we're giving it too much power but it's still to me it still has that weight especially the hard yeah. r if you call something like yeah. Ooh, Mm. No, how's he gonna react? Who are these niggas? And that's, <laughs> that one's fine. That one's fine. <laughs> that's a part of Where's being part of society. As <laughs> as things change, as things grow, that's just part of how we work as people. Mm-hmm. How language works. And then again, I mean, okay, so so if you're, do you have any gay friends? Yes, I have a gay brother. Okay, so how how He's does he feel right about here. that? We should we should we, how how does he feel about that? <laughs> I guess two shits. Not as much, no. Um, See, okay, so that's my that's my point there. Why do you and not just you, just other people too, are so worried about words that offend another demographic of people when most of the time that demographic is like, okay, I don't give a shit. Who cares? In using it in a personal context, not if you were here on TV or in a broader sense, probably would definitely offend and upset them. Um, each individual takes their things a little differently. I'm pretty sure there are some uh, black people out there who don't care. Right. Less, obviously. Right, but it seems like we see a trend nowadays of predominantly white people with their privilege. <laughs> Maybe they're guilty of their privilege. Getting offended for other putting, people. Putting trying to be better people? <laughs> because they're not. they're the only people that need to try to be better people? Well, they can only chance themselves. No, try no, no. and okay. make society better. But but why is it them? Why is it them getting offended for other people, even though that person is probably not offended at all? I'm pretty sure that there are definitely some that are offended by it, and there are others that want to help them in the progression. The way but, I, the way I see it, in the mainstream, yeah, you don't want to hear those words. If you if you got fucking ABC News on and whatever, and you're hearing the shout or the not the shoutcaster, I was going to say shoutcaster, <laughs> the anchor or whatever say, oh yeah, and then this faggot over here, you know, like that's obviously unacceptable, but I subscribe to the model that like, especially now that we have the internet, YouTube, everything, if you don't want to watch content that has the word faggot or the N-word in it, then don't watch that content, you know, mm-hmm. but in the mainstream, obviously you don't want to hear those things. It's just, it's not appropriate it depends on what it is. If it's like a Netflix stand-up special or something that's mainstream, uh, then I would say that's more of an appropriate environment for that kind of language than if you're watching the nightly news or something like that. But if you're on YouTube and you come across a channel or this guy's like, and these faggots over here and the gays over here, that, that unless has context. it's straight hate speech, which... Hate speech? What is hate speech? I don't know. If it's saying <laughs> we need to... I don't know. Kill all, kill all these faggots. <laughs> Someone's going to clip that. If we need to kill all these faggots, and you know, if they're talking about actually causing physical harm to a minority or a group of people, mm-hmm. I would say that's hate speech. Is it protected under the First Amendment? Um, I, I guess it is. I mean, if it's well, you can't the yell First fire Amendment in a is church. Actually, or, connotated to be more so about government officials. The the government can't make you say or not say anything. It oh, yeah. doesn't actually regulate speech between individuals. How how do you feel about hate speech? Is there such thing as hate speech? Obviously. What what is hate speech? Extremely derogatory speech towards a group or type of people. Do you think do you think uh, someone should be punished for that? 
Depends on context. Depends on the use. Not a call to action. More like I hate gays. Um, is that probably is that more so social consequences of? Oh, of course. Yeah, there's there's social con- consequences for that for sure. But actual um, government regulated the, like but, consequences. I think is what you're saying, right? For individuals, no. And then it's not what the laws are made for. It's made for things under government regulations. The government can't say those things about people. That's actually what the First Amendment is actually about. Is yep. the government the rules for the government? For well, individual, no. they're not rules over the individual. No, the First Amendment amendment gives citizens the the right to free speech. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it does cover the citizens, not just government <laughs> saying you can't say the that. The laws are about government speech, right? But it also gives us the right to say pretty much whatever we want without consequence from the government. From the government, I mean, yes. from the government, ba- yes. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. So. Social consequences, of course, there's going to be social consequences. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Just like when we talk about freedom of speech. Yes, there are consequences. We should absolutely exercise our freedom of speech. But understand that there there will be consequences, whether yeah. it be workplace consequences which and social consequences. Uh, or uh, another form of social consequence when, when someone says, hey, I heard you say this and, and I, never th- I never knew you felt about that or felt about me or people like me about that way. Um, I'm not gonna talk to you anymore. That's a social consequence. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but that doesn't that doesn't. I mean, as far as hate speech, that doesn't mean uh, uh, it's different different from freedom freedom of speech. I mean, I think hate speech. I don't know. I don't believe in hate speech. I mean, yes, there is speech that is hateful. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's a push of oh, that's hate speech. We need to outlaw hate speech. But it's but freedom of speech. It's speech. Yeah, they've expanded the definition of hate speech. It's grown vastly wider than uh, I think exists. I mean, I think of hate speech as a threat or an actual physical call to action against a group of people or a person. Hate? You Wait, know, that's what you think hate speech is. Well, a call? I mean, if you're saying like, ah, oh, don't be such a faggot, people consider that hate speech nowadays. Where okay. I wouldn't say that's hate speech. That's just us nonchalantly saying, "Oh, don't be fucking fag, whatever." Right, but that, but that Hate that speech. would be between us. Like, if you were to go and call some random person that, then yeah, they're yeah, that that's they're, different. Obviously, there's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't do that. No one, none of us here would actually do that. You know, I mean, maybe you might, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. Sure, yeah, but that's that's also just being an asshole. If you if you want to say something to purposely hurt someone's feelings, yeah, just if being you go, an asshole. if you go up to some random person on the street and say, "I'm gonna beat your fucking ass, faggot," I would say that's, I don't know if that's hate speech or if that's just if he straight actually up if he says that and actually does beat his ass, then that's a hate crime. Yeah, that is a hate crime yeah, because yeah. there's hate, uh, there's an intent of hate there. But if you if he says it and doesn't do it, is that? That's not protected. It's just by being the, a dick. Yeah, it's just being an asshole. Or can you? Uh, is there laws against threatening? There's a law. People? There's laws against threatening people. I think right. Then that's a threat. Mm-hmm. We don't even know. We have a podcast about free speech, and we don't even know this. <laughs> is there? Is there a law? You can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want to cops, right? Except physically harm them. I no, because no there's idea. too many videos. Either that, or the cops are just. I mean, I mean, obviously. The fever in this country is anti-cop. So, and any little thing that cops do, they'll they'll get in trouble for. They get on the news. So these you see these videos in New York of people like spraying cops with with, uh, 
water and throwing shit at them and the cops aren't doing anything. They're not doing anything because it's New they York. Don't, they don't want to go escalate. Exactly. They don't want to escalate the situation. Really, and, and then as a result, it makes the cops look weak and dumb. I mean, what can they do in that situation? I mean, it's New York, so Beat I mean, the fuck out of them. If it was like, <laughs> and they get sued, <laughs> exactly. So, and and they can't exactly, they can't just detain them and arrest them. They, they'll get sued anyways, or they'll get on the news yeah. like, oh, uh, cops uh, detain young black kids for doing nothing, and they'll make national news and some something. There'll be riots. They, the Sensational cops don't, news. Cops don't want to lose their job. That's 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 pretty much the gist of it. Uh, but who wants to lose their job? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different for them because they don't want to lose their job while being by, under the by doing the, their job. Yeah. <laughs> well, being under the magnifying glass that is current society's look at cops because of some particularly bad apples. I mean, I can't blame them. You know, if I was a cop and that was happening to me, with everything that's been going on in this country for the last five ten years I mean, just five ten years i mean <laughs> before that it was the shit was happening too but it, it wasn't, wasn't making news yeah i mean not everyone had a fucking camera on every street corner in the world i'm sure there was worse shit going See, on but 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 maybe that's why uh i've said this before now that we entered the digital the digital age of uh well almost ooh, it's gonna be 2020 though. wow a couple of months we we we're we're fed with all this information. We get news from fifty different states, and we're in a post truth society. And a hundred and ninety something countries, we're going to be overloaded with all this information. It's going to feel like, oh my god, there's bad shit happening all the time. When really, if we were just stuck to local news, we would still think, damn, there's bad shit happening every time. Because <laughs> if you look at the local news, all they're reporting on is bad shit. Yeah, but bad shit gets clicks, gets right, but views. it'll it'll only be. It would only be isolated to your local area, whereas now we just see what's happening everywhere. So it maybe seems like there's a rise in in police brutality. More, more rise in awareness. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, there is a rise in awareness sure. for sure. But it may, because of that, it might seem like there's a rise in, hey, there's a lot of mass shootings. There's a lot of uh, uh, police brutality going on. Like, no, it's probably just because we, we see it all the time and it's kind of levels of say the same that's what i was going to bring up is the mass shootings the mass shootings have increased uh, i think because of the Mm. amount of publicity that they get nowadays it's just for sure yeah if they didn't report on it at all if they didn't put the the shooter's name out i know that's money it's just it's fucked up because when these school shootings happen when these public shootings happen these mass shootings it i think it definitely encourages uh I don't know what you'd say. Copycats. Not copycat. Yeah, mm-hmm. copycat. Or inspiration. Guy. Exactly. It inspires other guys to go out and do it. I think it absolutely does. And if they were to not report on it and not release the killer's name, it would just go under the radar. I don't think we'd have as much of a problem. But I, that's never going to happen. It's I don't it's think impossible. they can not report on yeah, it. Yeah, because I don't it just... Think, I think they definitely can do it without releasing the names. That yeah. would be a, a great... Philip DeFranco does that on his channel. He doesn't release the names of the, the school shooters most of the time, I think. But with the internet and everyone is a reporter these days, it's impossible to keep shit under the radar like that. Nowadays. We're also real morbid creatures, so we go and we look. Exactly. You know, when shit happens like that, I'm like, who is this guy? I want to know like why they did that. When the Vegas shooting happened, I was like, why the fuck did this guy do this? There's still no motive on that, but 
It's, we forgot about it too. Mm-hmm. It's just what about what about Epstein? What happened to him? Oh, he killed himself. But right? what ha- what happened to the investigation? It's still mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. But it's not in the news cycle anymore. Oh, I keep Any hearing part- stuff. Really? From where? Lots of different sources. The Daily uh, some Stormer. Stuff on... <laughs> What'd you say? I said the Daily Stormer. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You listen, You watch the. You go on the Daily Stormer forums. Apparently, Tyler does. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Daily Stormer? How do you know what that is? It's a white supremacist. It's internet thing. <laughs> it's my homepage. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay. Maybe that explains uh, your shirt that has the the Kekistan flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is for listeners. This is for I'm describing your shirt for the listeners, right? <laughs> oh, it'll be in the video too. <laughs> Just trying to encourage the listeners to go click on the YouTube video. Uh, but it's already demonetized anyway. So speaking of the digital rock. <laughs> Oh wait, no. Just to just to to wrap up the, the use of the word faggot. Uh, word? So, <laughs> uh, my my view is we just give these words too much power. Even though I myself am guilty of the n word at least. Like uh, faggot is not a big deal to me because because it's it, it I have no relation to it with with the the negative connotation of gays whatever. Mm-hmm. Which I understand people could, yeah. but that's just we we don't. I mean we've. I also our, think. I'm a little closer to the fight being the fact that my brother is gay and there's something I grew up with and knowing that realizing, Hey, maybe I probably shouldn't say these things. Sure. But didn't you say your brother could get two shits? <laughs> I, I don't think it's that indifferent, but I don't think he's like, like well, immediately. Like I, triggered. I, I, uh, I, this is an assumption, but I'm, I think your brother probably is confident with, or secure enough with himself to where if someone were try to demean him like that, it, it would probably mean nothing to him. It's like, all right, whatever. You're because being... he had to get tough skin from hearing it a lot? Sure. Maybe that that's one way. I mean, we, we've had an episode before where, moral of the story, tough skin. You got to have tough skin nowadays, especially if you're on the internet. Yeah. You know how many ki- kids kill themselves because of online bullying? I mean, you can... I mean, there's an argument um, where you can turn off the internet. You can always get off, but... I mean, who's going to get off the internet? Especially a kid, you know? I mean, yeah. the internet's like cocaine to a kid. Mm-hmm. At least it was for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it really but, was. Uh, Fucking, oh, Counter-Strike 24-7? And, People's playing porn skins in-game. I'm like, holy <laughs> Dude, I remember... Okay, that was terrible seeing the because someone were was fucking gross like yeah. anal sprays and like oh I don't want to see like horses it's like gape, fucking a gaping fucking anyway, <laughs> uh, but but I mean uh, my point with before you before you continue um I know that sounds uh uh it doesn't sound very empathetic of me but I mean I'm gonna there's there's gonna be uh, uh things on on which which I don't sound very uh. Uh, empathetic about because it's not something you have to deal with not not necessarily i mean i mean being having tough skin is is beneficial to everyone i mean do, mm-hmm. i wouldn't want my son i don't want to coddle my son and be like okay you know if someone says something bad to you you go and tell your teacher and no i'm not going to tell him if someone says something bad to you Sock if you don't if, if, if someone calls <laughs> you a, a, an idiot and trying to hurt your feelings just know that. Uh, what do you think of yourself? Are you an idiot? And if you don't think you're an idiot, then good. This shouldn't mean shit to you. And just, just, just look at it as okay. That guy's being an idiot. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I would want my son and my daughter to develop uh, thick skin, 
rather than um, being not outraged, but having their feelings hurt because of every little word or something that, that triggers them or something. There's been studies like all my fiance's studying social work, Mm -hmm. uh, hearing some of the stuff that she's going and what she's studying that uh, parental neglect is less of a sign for severe mental problems than bullying. Bullying is, as their studies have gone on and showing that it's more effective in causing potential mental problems in young adults than uh, parental, even, neglect. parental neglect. Wow. Parental, okay, bullying causes more mental... Uh, has, uh, has... I'm trying to remember the wording of this. Basically, stuff. it has more of a potential to fuck you up than if your parents neglect you. Based, the ba- and the fundamental thinks that, hey, parental neglect, that's one of the worst things you can happen to a kid. And studies have been showing that bullying is actually has more, substantially more effect on the mind and well-being of young people. Interesting, because I would imagine if a kid is being bullied uh, at school, then parental rearing would come in and kind of help the child. Because or if, yeah, but, well, you, a lot of you, shitty parents. You, exactly. Exactly. Plot so that be parental neglect. Well, plot twist. Maybe the kids that are bullying these other kids. Are bullying them due to parental neglect. I'm there's you know? sure there's tons there's of there's factors. so many ways to look at it. What are you, yeah. M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> it was just a, a weird thing that I heard recently <laughs> from from people being taught on how to deal with people in in these troubled situations. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, again, not everyone's perfect. There's everyone can have an ideal way of growing up, an ideal way of being a parent. Like me, what I think being a good parent to my kid is could could be considered being a bad parent to another another parent. So we don't know what you can't just say, oh, you gotta be a good parent. What does that even mean? What does that mean? It could mean something different. Like everybody's kids are different uh, too. They all there could have be different parents, needs and mm-hmm. there could be parents that being a good parent is is feeding their kids an all vegan diet and making sure they, they don't wear any animal clothing. That's being a good parent. And they could see me as being a terrible fucking parent for giving them candy and, and Having him eat cheeseburgers. Give your son candy. Taking him to Not Scary Farm. <laughs> Taking yeah. him to Not Scary Farm. Um, yeah, so, Some so, people look at spanking children as bad nowadays, which I, I'm personally, I don't, unless you're beating the fuck out of the kid, I don't think spanking is bad. You, don't um, the, you in, cannot speak on this. Uh, you're not a parent. Okay? I have a fucking Down syndrome autistic brother. You spank your fucking, brother? What the fuck? I mean, you have to fucking like reprimand him sometimes like fucking i won't spank him but oh like, now you're fucking, backtracking now you're backtracking tyler no i mean you're saying i can't speak on these things because i'm not a parent but I've i see what you're taking, saying it's kind of like being a parent when you have it's absolutely like being a parent you know i mean it's it's i would say it's it's gonna I'm, it's gonna be something i have to deal with for the rest of potentially my life and absolutely the rest of his life you know when my parents are no longer old enough to take care of him, but I'm, have to take I'm care pretty of him. sure his white privilege will kick in, <laughs> and he'll be fine. All right, right, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little bit of an overriding uh, condition. Okay, so so to wrap up the the, or did you have any other thoughts on the the F word? No. I'm, okay. I other than the fact that I don't necessarily think it should be completely censored, but I think maybe as people. We should think less about using it, knowing that it has potential to make other people's lives more miserable. What if what if everyone started using it and everyone just got desensitized to it and didn't mean anything anymore? I'm pretty sure still it wouldn't have necessarily the effect of what if making the, other people better. It would just have 
What is it? How about the gay community just co-ops it? The word <laughs> just gay, just like the black community co-opted the n-word. And now they call each other nigga. I'm pretty sure they. Um, there's some non-zero amount of the community that does. Well, we, can, we still can't say it. Yeah. Um, where's Chris telling me that I can say nigga all I want? You don't have the sound clip? You don't have the sound clip? I don't, I don't think, think I have it. <laughs> Gotta be prepared, right? Uh, well, again, Juan, you're saying that we can't say a word. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, you can, though. Why are you talking? You don't have a mic. <laughs> um, if only yeah. there was an easier way. So, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, so Mike, to wrap it up, I, I'm more of the, let's stop giving it power, um, which is an argument and valid argument, of course, cause I'm, I'm making it, but your argument is, which is, <laughs> which is also valid is we should stop using it because it does, it is derogatory to some people and it does hurt some people's feelings. We want to make a better society. So we can do to make others lives where it doesn't, we don't have to use it. It doesn't, there's no cost for us not using it. And yet it'll make the world a slightly better place. Hmm. Uh, let's hear in the comments what people think. Should we stop using it for the betterment of society? Fuck no. Faggot. So we, <laughs> so we will lift people out of poverty, lift them out of their sh- shackles and live a prosperous life. Or should we just not give it any power? Use it. Think of it as this, any other word. Um, that's not the N word because the N word still has power. Okay. <laughs> Niga. Doesn't Niga means like, oh, yeah. king and... Uh, um, Nigas. Remember, the, you've N- never seen the video of that kid that's at a spelling bee? You're like, uh, <laughs> No, uh, I'm talking about Kendrick Lamar's use of Niga. Like, it means king in Africa or something like that. Yeah, Nigas. There's like oh. a fucking... There's a famous... Or there's a viral video of a kid at a spelling spell bee. It? It's like N-E-E-G-U-S or some shit like that. I don't know. I think Oprah had something about Niga. Like, we should... like. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's a she was basically saying uh, Oprah and Kendrick were basically saying like yeah this means king or something. I thought I thought it was derived from it's a royal I, title in the Ethiopian language. Niga, but I thought it was derived from Nigas. from the old what word N I G G E R E R N I G G E R. Yeah, I, I thought I nigga spell. was derived from <laughs> with an extra hard R. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so really, where did those white folk come up with it? Mm, maybe, wow. maybe well, the original reading of that one is uh, the social context was ignorant person. That was okay. the original definition. Mm-hmm. But where did they get that word from? Well, there's, it's so there similar a, to where does any word come from? It's so similar to nigga, which means king. There are lots of. Uh, it probably came from uh, the country of. Niger, yeah. Republic of Niger is a landlocked country in West Africa at, named after Niger River. Yeah, look at Niger. Oh, it was named after the Niger River? So where did they re- I'm name, guessing where when, did they get the river name from? I'm or guessing when all white, pe- all white people did was add an extra G in that Niger name. And say, or right, I'll call you that. Or they're just, they were just dumb white folk that didn't know how to actually <laughs> pronounce it. <laughs> Take yeah. it back. Imagine that's the history. So and instead of a, the next 10 minute movie review, you've got to get the etymology <laughs> of the hard N word. Juan, get on it, please. <laughs> Our history of the word as we know it could be wrong. It actually could have been derived from a good intentions. You know what? I'm going to make the case. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a neat, different apologetic than I. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
So yeah, let's let us let us know. Should we stop giving the 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 word power, or should we stop using it altogether? Next point that I want to talk about is your baby boy, your favorite, Gavin McInnes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now for people, or as, for lay people, oh, as I God, would say. <laughs> <laughs> You must have learned that word recently. Start saying it. I like, heard it on a podcast. I mean, I've always. <laughs> yeah. You've never heard of like for the layman folk or like lay, for, oh, I in, heard that in one. layman lay, terms lay, or whatever. Yeah. The lay, lay people. The lay, lay people. I heard it on a podcast with uh, Dave Asprey. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Asprey. Um, he needs to give us some bulletproof to advertise the amount of times you bring him up. I know. Um, I heard it on a podcast and I've, I've always knew, known about it, but. Uh, just started saying it more because i heard it on a podcast recently. okay anyways um <laughs> fuck you <laughs> gavin mcginnis for the uninformed person is a british canadian immigrant to america yes he's an immigrant dan short i know doesn't matter doesn't i matter think dan me. knows he's a member of the proud boys right oh yeah <laughs> he should know all about this take it back buddy are you, are you? no <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not uh, he Gavin McGinnis. He is uh, okay. So well, let me tell you his history he's a first. Controversial so, character. So, so controversial, yes. But he he is the original one of the original founders of Vice Media, Vice News. However, you you probably have seen him on HBO. You they have a YouTube channel. They're they started out as a zine, and the Godfather of hipster. Godfather yeah. of hipsterdom <laughs> because he apparently invented hipsterdom. Um, I don't know if it's that if if. I've just seen that attributed to him. He has, but I don't know. I don't know if he he invented the aesthetic of hipsterdom or what. I don't know. I know he lived in New York, whatever. Um, and he after after Vice, he went on to he's done a lot of things, advertising, media, uh, agency. He's then he turned into kind of like a political pundit. He went on Fox News to talk about political things, and then he had his own show, Get Off My Lawn. Um, but I I kind of. Uh, I listened to him before. The reason why I have such an attachment to him is because, of course, I, I like what he has to say. Uh, we should eliminate all colored people from this America, from this country. <laughs> Great it, bro. No, 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 no. Please you, clip that. <laughs> no. Can't oh, clip I'm, everything, bro. I'm clipping that shit for sure. Uh, Podcast. One big clip. <laughs> <laughs> no. The reason why I have an attachment to him is because I listened. I, I got into him before. Pre-Trump, before everyone went fucking crazy on him. Uh, of course, when Trump comes presidency, everything. Oh my God, he's he a call to arms that he has arisen all the white supremacist racists from the from the underground, uh, according to uh, progressives <laughs> like yourself, right? Um, I would say he made it uh, feel more comfortable for people to be a little more racist. Okay, we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit. But Gavin McInnes, so so I I mean I read his book too. Uh, I think it was called The Death of Cool. This is basically an autobiography, and I got to know the guy. He's a really sweet guy. You should really get to know him. <laughs> but he's come under fire because, or he's been banned from Twitter, Instagram, everything because he came up with the thing called the Proud Boys. Why are you laughing? What the oh, fuck? I'm just laughing because you said <laughs> you need to eliminate all black people. <laughs> That was like ten minutes ago. Let's I'm keep still up. At that Come shit. on, the seed in his brain. Now, now you've made a, oh, made a killer. Because when you said he's a real sweet guy, once you ignore the fact that he wants to eliminate all black people, you, you just got to get to know him. Uh, isn't that the case for everyone? Got to get to know one. 
Oh, you and I, Dan, we we differ a lot uh, on things, and mostly skin tone. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> and like I've said before, if we had met on a f- online forum and had the same discussions we do, on you'd, be, all, on, you'd on, be like, "You're a fucking faggot." On an almost daily basis, we would we would be throwing insults at each other. We would be like, "This guy's a fucking idiot," and you'd be calling me a racist because you wouldn't know I'm brown, and then. We would never speak to each other again. We we'd have that same. We believe we go into the real world thinking, God, these fucking progressives. And then you'd be like, God, these fucking proud boy sons of bitches, racist. But no, we 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 got to know each other person on a personal level, and we're fine with each other. We know we have different uh, different opinions. We're still fine with each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we have ideological differences, but. We're, right. we're friends. We played uh, magic together. We we have a bond that can never be broken now. Tyler, please. That wasn't supposed to be divulged in the <laughs> podcast, right? I'm not a fucking magic nerd, all right? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, what was I going with this? Okay, Gavin McGinnis. So he came up with the Proud Boys. So the reason why I liked him, and I like the Pride, Proud Boys too, they've you gotta admit they've been fucking smeared in the in the media, and I'll let you I'll let you say say your half. But my half is okay. So when he first came out, the Proud Boys, it was a complete joke, and I I followed it from from conception all the way to when they were, uh, uh, I mean they're still going right now, but all the way to when Gavin McGinnis kind of denounced his leadership. He's he's not part of the Proud Boys, and he only did that for for uh, um, for. Uh, not law. He did it for to to ease up uh, sentencing on some proud boys that were on trial. The, the six of them that are do the violence and they ended they ended up getting convicted anyways, which is wrongful. Anyways, uh, so the proud boys. He came with the proud boys, and, and I liked it because he was he was just like Trump. Although Trump is, I mean, I have my own problems with Trump too. And we can get into that, but Gavin McGinnis, he, he that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gavin McGinnis is is he stands he he supports nationalism just like I do, but it's not um, white Western chauvinism. I Western chauvinism is, too. Yeah, that's his call he, phrase. Mm-hmm. He okay. Let's break that down. Western chauvinism. What is Western chauvinism? He's proud to be uh uh and living in a western society which i'll argue i'll argue you can't be proud of something you were born into of course i i that's what i believe george in. carlin's approach to it you can't exactly you can't be born into something you're proud of into because you didn't i didn't can't be i gotta have fucking brown pride because i was <laughs> i didn't choose i was like let's see i'll take the brown skin please and you can't be proud to be white which oh, i would never say that because it has racist see i can say uh, brown pride you can't say white pride yeah, it's it's white power, actually. <laughs> Social connotations. But, it's the but, history of problems that have come up from those different movements. I, I say fuck that. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud of my my heritage. I'm proud what? of where I come from. The Tyler, Shit what? down. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that you can't say, "Oh, I have white pride," that, that's fucking bullshit to me. What, if, if anyone else can be proud of what color they are, then why can't white people? Because some people took it too far. Oh, they absolutely did, but they, I would say every culture has a group of people from that race that took it too far. Yeah, look at Paul Pot in the fucking uh, what you call it, uh, their whole Cambodia. Pot. Yeah, Cambodia, they took it too far. I mean, I don't know if it was racially based, but every group of people has had fucking their crazies. And well, no matter China what, right now with Uyghurs, have you, have you Googled Uyghur? 
the Muslims, the Chinese uh, ethnic Muslims that are kept in camps and their organs are harvested? Well, you can't say that. That's not that's not confirmed. Come on, Dan. This is China here. We're going to get it demonetized. We let it play nice for China. <laughs> You're going to count out China? In order to get, in order to get demonetized, we have to get monetized. <laughs> um, okay, so with Gavin... Um, Ladies so, and gentlemen, boys and girls, I just want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bro Duder. This episode went well over two hours, so we decided to cut it into two episodes. With that said, go ahead and like this episode, share it out, tell your friends about us, tell your mom about us, tell your dad about us, tell your little brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles about us. We are on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and all kinds of other platforms that I don't even know about. So go ahead and look for us on whatever your preferred platform is, and chances are we will be there. We will see you in next week's episode. Have a good one. Peace out.